to WWE are returning to the UK with a new live tour. NXT UK could have fans again soon. Zack Sabre Jr. finally tastes defeat in the G1 Climax. Axel Tiska wins the WXW Germany Grand Prix at Blitzturnia. Francisco Akira debuts for Repro UK. And Repro UK announced champion versus champion for live at Southampton 14 next week. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to TNT, a great British wrestling podcast for great British wrestling as featured on Bodyslam.net. I am your host, the great British Otaku, Mr. Andrew Moore, Andy Tomos, and I'm joined as always by my co host, the Pro Wrestling T shirt champion of the world, Big Daddy Dan Daniel Allen. Hello, very good, but today, um, Stephen Souden. The king of the big fat geeks, the tribal chief, in fact, is going to be taking the crown of um, T-shirt champion because he bought two T-shirts today because we were at the UBW live show and Mr. Charles Crowley was wrestling and Stephen bought himself and his son um, Charles Crowley T-shirts. Yes, I've heard uh, Young Jack has become a uh, fan of Charles Crowley over the last two shows over at Ultimate uh, Pro Wrestling. Uh, before British, we get on to that, of co- oh, sorry, <laughs> Ultimate British Wrestling. Uh, before we get on to you chatting about that quickly, we've got reviews, plenty of reviews to talk about, including Purpose Wrestling, Rev Pro UK, Progress Wrestling, ICW, and of course, as always, NXT UK. Well, but as I say, tell us about Ultimate British Wrestling today. Art British Wrestling are a family-friendly company based over in Hertfordshire, and today's show was brilliant. Their big headliner that they brought in for the show was Warren Banks, and he fought against um, Spike Valentine for the um, championship, and it was it was a good match. The best technical match by a long way was Tommy Kyle, who we've talked about last week and the week before, in fact, um, versus Smashing Mike um, for the Young Lions belt, which they have um, over at UBW. Um, it was a good, fun show. Clementine was wrestling. The Locksmith, Evie Madden was wrestling. Um, and it was just all together great fun and really cheap as well. £6.50 a ticket. You can't go wrong. They've got a Halloween show coming up on the 30th in Stockfold in Bedfordshire. Okay. And um, I believe another show just before Christmas as well. So keep your eyes open. UBW on Facebook. Um, They also have a really good training school. Um, Recently, they've had special training guests, including Ginny um, from NXT UK. Um, And uh, Stevie Turner is one of their former um, attendees for training. So they they do have a really good, um, good lineup of wrestlers that they've put out. Excellent. Sounds like it was a fun show all around. And as you say, great for the kids. And it's such a, it's family day out, isn't it? It really is. And um, with this show, especially, it's very family friendly. They do have um, at their training school juniors as well, starting from six years old. But obviously at six years old, they're just learning the very basics of moving around in a ring. Um, but they also do kids' birthday parties. Where oh, was that when fantastic. I was younger? Oh, yeah. Damn it. Where was that when I was younger? Oh, British wrestling was in the uh, 
in the wind when we were younger. This is true. This is true. It was all underground and hidden. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it, it's burned up. And as you say, that sounds like such a fun family thing to do. Take your family out. Uh, enjoyable for the kids. Hopefully there'll be a UBW show when you're down this area and I'll be able to take you along. Yeah, uh, obviously I'm down, what is it, uh, over Christmas, up until the new year. I know I don't want to crack, catch the RevPro UK show, which will be in uh, St. Neons while I'm down on the 27th. So I will definitely be going to that. As RevPro UK have been killing it and they continue to kill it. Uh, let's say, before we get into some news, obviously, I made a bit of a faux pas last week. I did, admittedly, it's true. You folked up. I folked up. Uh, we put together eight match dream cards for AWNJPW Brit Breast Super Shows, and I didn't book a women's match. And not to defend myself, but obviously NJPW don't have any women, but... I'll be honest, there weren't many matches screaming out to me AEW women against the British wrestling women. There are some okay wrestlers over at AEW, but it is probably their weakest point. And if they only focus one match uh, a show, how am I supposed to get to know who's on the uh, thing? But I have actually put some together. However, there's only one match that involves British wrestlers taking on a group of AEW wrestlers. And even then, that's a bit question mark. But mainly, I've put the AEW wrestlers up against some Stardom girls. I've obviously got some Stardom girls and some Tokyo Joshi Pro who do have the uh, connection with AEW. So I do count them as AEW people as well. Uh, against some Brit Wrestle women. Uh, and I have come up with an eight-match card that I think would be absolutely kick-ass. And it starts off with Chantel Jordan versus Miyu Yamashita. She is the ace of Tokyo Joshi Pro, and she is an ace kickboxer. Uh. So is Chantel Jordan. And Chantel Jordan has been so impressive lately. She even gotten picked out by PWI after they watched the... Uh, a match of hers against Casey Owens recently at Pro Wrestling Eve this weekend. So they gave uh, a huge tribute to Chantel Jordan, thoroughly deserved. I just think the two girls would absolutely beat two tons of crap out of each other. And it would be great for fans and an excellent experience for both, I think. I've lost your volume, Dan. Well, uh, he's sorting his volume. I'm going to carry on. I think. <clears> okay. Oh, there we go. He's back. Um, you your next pick. I've got to ask you: Have you picked this tag team just for their names? Look, the Magical Sugar Rabbits are fantastic. They really, <laughs> really are. And uh, yes, I put them up against the Dream Dolls: Zoe Lucas, Mariah May. Of course, the Magical Sugar Rabbits are Mizuki. And Yuka Sakazaki. Uh, do you remember the little magical girl? She's been on AEW a few times. They call her the magical girl. Yes. That's Yuka Sakazaki. She's absolutely fantastic. She struggled in AEW a little bit, but I feel it's AEW's booking because they constantly put up against women who are almost six feet tall. And 
that and she's like five foot it, and it makes the match hard i can understand that but what i have seen of her she did look brilliant oh she's absolutely fantastic her match against yamashita at uh what was it? it was a ddt noah tokyo joshi pro cyber fight show absolutely tr- tremendous one of the best matches i saw uh this year to be honest one of definitely a fantastic match and i just think again that's going to be a really really fun match the magical sugar rabbits will annoy the hell out of mariah may and zoe lucas and i think that's going to be fantastic okay uh up next i had uh lizzie evo teaming with alexis falcon it'll never happen (laughs) it's happened it's been out there uh Lizzie Evo, Alexis Falcon, yes, they have a story rivalry, but when they come together, they could be an unstoppable unit. And I have put them up against the amazing, incredible Riho and uh, Hikaru Shida. Uh, of course, two of the top AEW women's stars, both of them holding the AEW championship. And that's who I put against the She-Wolves. Yeah, it's who you would. Uh, it's Kanji next up. Uh, she is one of the ace of UK wrestling. She's out injured at the moment, and we wish her all the best with her with her injury. We know how hard it can be to uh, come back from disappointments, and I'm sure she'll come back stronger than ever. And I've put her up against the ace of stardom, Mayu Iwatani. Uh, again, I just think the two girls will absolutely tear down the show. So that, of course, would be my first half. Uh, I would kick off the second half with the She-Wolves. You've got to have Molly Spartan and Casey. Uh, but I've got them up against uh, Awedo Ties uh, from Stardom, Kunami, and Natsuki Tora. And I think this is just a great, uh, very even matchup. Uh, Kunami is cold, of, cold as ice technical wrestler. Absolutely love watching her compete. That's Uki is a bit of a powerhouse. I think that's going to match up great with Casey Owens and Molly Spartan. So just a really good match. Next up, I've got a six-man tag. Britt Baker, Jamie Hayter, and Rebel, or Reba, whatever, uh, as Britt likes to call her, against Queen's Quest from Stardom, Momo Watanabe, AZM, and that's Azumi, and Saya Kamatani, this match will, uh, again, blow the roof off. The Stardom girls are Queen's Quest, three of the best women's wrestlers. Uh, Kamatani's the youngest one. She's high flyer. She does things most other Japanese women aren't doing at the moment, and she's a standout for that. Momo Watanabe is 20 years old. It has seven years' experience already and is one of the best wrestlers in Japan right now. I can't imagine that anybody else would have put Rebel on a card like this, so well done. Yeah, Uh, and AZM, Azumi, is the nine-year-old girl that Kenny Omega took on. Yes. (laughs) Uh, A random fact. Uh, Thunder Rosa versus Sayuri uh, from Stardom. Uh, Both of these girls have MMA experience. And this is why I've put them up against it. I originally thought about putting Sayuri up against Giselle Shaw, who I've put in the main event. Uh, but I chose, I wanted to get one more AEW woman in there. And I thought Thunder Rose was perfect because she's one of the best. And 
just a perfect matchup for Sayuri. So in the main event, I have got Utami Hayashishita versus Giselle Shaw. Hayashishita right now is the top champion of stardom. Giselle Shaw is currently the top champion of Progress Wrestling, RevPro UK. Uh, both ladies are absolutely killing it. Tommy's got a uh, legitimate judo experience. Giselle Shaw is one of the best technical wrestlers. So fantastic. I think that eight match card could rival the dream card I put together for the men's last week. I would agree with you. It has got a hell of a lot of star power there and a lot of matches that you really thought through. So I would pay to see it. Yeah, and it's amazing how many amazing stars are left off. I almost threw in a dark match of Lucia Lee, Hannah Taylor, and Harley Hudson versus the Cosmic Angels of Stardom, because I think that would have been a fun little opening matchup, but eventually that got bumped, as they're saying. And it was the same with the guys last week. How many amazing stars were just left off it? You just can't fit them all in. And that is why you have a casino battle royal to start your pay-per-view. No, because that's where you waste all your money by bringing <laughs> 20 stars for one match. I will never do that. If I ever became a booker, I am never booking just about a royal just to have eight big stars on my show because, you, just, uh, you know, if other, if other promoters, of course, want to do that, that's absolutely fine. Oh, I would hit your gripe of the week. But I, I will not, I personally would not pay money, well, out as a promoter, that amount of money for one match. Yeah, we've hit your gripe of the week. Yeah, gripe of the week. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> do you want to tell right. us about WWE <clears throat> returning to the UK? I would love to tell you all about WWE returning to the UK. Um, WWE are returning... To the UK. Woo! Yeah, uh, and it's pretty quick as well. It's in November. Um, yeah. They're coming over to do eight shows in eight different locations across the UK, starting on the 3rd of November in Brighton. Um, this has been confirmed by ITR. So we're going to have Brighton, Sheffield and Birmingham. We're going to have the Raw Stars. And Smackdown are going to be going to Liverpool, Leeds, Nottingham and Manchester. Oh, Nottingham, promoting in Wrestle Carnival's backyard. Indeed. Terrible. Very brave. I know. So um, there's also going to be a super show um, in London, which will feature stars from both Raw and SmackDown. So the dates are Brighton at the Brighton Centre on November the 3rd, Sheffield at the Utilita Arena on November the 4th, Brighton at the Utilita Arena on November the 5th, London at the SSE Arena on Saturday, November the 6th. Liverpool at the MS Bank Arena on November the 7th, Leeds at the First Direct Arena on November the 8th, and Nottingham at the Motor Point Arena on November the 9th. Finally, Manchester at the AO Arena on November the 10th. Tickets are available now. Yeah, uh, it's fantastic. Uh, it's great to see WWE obviously touring in the UK. I did get to see them obviously the last time they were there. I got to see the kickoff show at Newcastle. Uh, fantastic, you know, show. Uh, mm. But you know what? For the money you can spend, you can go watch about 30 UK shows for that. <laughs> and to be honest with you, if I was going to be going to a WWE show at the moment, I'd be putting my money aside because of what allegedly is going to be coming to our shores next year. 
Oh yeah, I've heard about that. Also, so SummerSlam so, to return. SummerSlam is looking like a possibility, but they're also looking at just putting on a show in the UK earlier in the year because they're worried about the weather. If they do go for um, SummerSlam, they'd be looking at doing it in Wales because the um, stadium there has a roof. Yes, yes, it does. Uh, um, I'd love them because uh, thirty years. Indeed. And it's, it's we just We think it's coming home. The entire world it's coming home. <laughs> 30 uh, years uh, of her. Never stop the streaming. I did that for the NXT UK when it started. I took along my It's Coming Home um, sign. Uh, but yeah, it's very exciting that WWE are looking at bringing a pay-per-view show back to the UK. When do you think AEW will bring a house show to the UK? Before WWE, just on principle. You know what? I'm going to get. Uh, well, no, not the. I was talking about just doing a house show, a few, a live tour house show, seven nights before flying back over to the states to do their actual. I don't think they do a seven nighter yet. I think they'd only do three. I think they'd do a Scotland, a Wales, and an England. That would make a lot of sense. I'll speak to Cassidy and see if we can get uh, him investigating. Uh... <laughs> get investigating, find out when AEW. See if we can get the exclusive when AEW going to be in the UK because we would love to know. I'd love to attend one of their shows. Amen. I really, really would. Uh, but sticking on WWE returning, uh, NXT UK could possibly have returning fans soon. Yes, we got this wonderful piece of news from Bodyslam.net. Um, they are looking at bringing back fans to the television tapings at the BT Sports Arena. Um, I would be first in line for tickets for that one. Yes, uh, the original uh, report did come from TalkSport uh, and ITR on the last one that was inside the robes, just so guys know. Uh, and it's, yeah, I would love to know. And it, they're gonna, it's seeming they're going to do what we originally suggested, which was make the BT Studios the NXT UK home. It makes sense. It's a beautiful setup. Um, it's right by their UK Performance Centre. Um, it would just be a much cheaper way of doing it. And at the moment, we want to keep it cheap. So WWE forget that it's actually happening and don't cancel it. Yeah. And then when they can do uh, live show tours, they can literally just do two hours, three hours rather than, was it you said you were there for like six hours due to the yeah. fact they were taping so many shows? I can just imagine the fans feeling drained by that. So, yeah, it'd be good to see the, uh, yeah, hopefully just normal house shows and uh, the studio home for NXT UK at BT Studios. Yeah, I love the setup as well. And it's set up for fans. You can see mm. that it's meant for fans to be there due to the guardrails and so forth. So something definitely to look forward to in the near future. Definitely. And like I say, I will, I will 100% be getting my tickets when that starts. Yeah, because, uh, you know, going to see some of the best British wrestlers on the planet. And, of course, talking about great British wrestlers and one of the greatest British wrestlers on the planet right now, Zack Sabre Jr. He's now 4-1 in one in his current G1 Climax run. Uh, he did pick up a win over the great Okan in a fantastic uh, exhibition of grappling. If you are a technical wrestler or, or an aspiring technical wrestler, go watch Great Okan and Zack Sabre Jr. 
almost shoot on each other in a grappling match. It was fantastic to see. Uh, eventually, Zack Sabre Jr. got the armbar, came away with the win. Uh, it was one of the shorter matches Zack Sabre Jr.'s had so far. I would certainly give it four sugars. Uh, he had a, was then finally defeated by Tomohiro Ishii today. Uh, again, another really, really good match. Uh, Ishii, much larger uh, than Zack Sabre Jr., but it's the actual first singles victory over Zack Sabre Jr. So he, he Zack Sabre Jr. now currently lies on eight points, along with the Great Okan, Kenta, and Kota Ibushi, but they all have one more match added to their score due to Naito's forfeit. Uh, so he's yet to face Kenta, Tangaloa, Yujiro uh, Takahashi, and Toro Yano. I can see him, he should definitely pick up, I think, at least another two wins out of that four, which would put him on 12 points, which is usually around the total uh, the winner will go ahead with. He'll probably, I believe, end up joint with Kota Ibushi and Shingo Tadagaki at the top. But because he has the wins over them, that means he goes on to the final. Uh, As I say, Kentish will be a really hard match for him. Tangaloa, again, will be a very difficult match for him because Tangaloa is much bigger and stronger than Zack Sabre Jr. Yujiro, Takahashi and Toroyano, yes, they can be spoilers, uh, but I think that's where we'll probably see at least Zack Sabre Jr. pick up two more wins. Uh, I tell you what, though. Last week, we gave a lot of shine to the British juniors when we talked about creating our own 16-person British J-Cup. So I thought this week what we can do is create our own British G1 Climax, if you like. So uh, group tables, but uh, we'll stick to same principle, 16 people in total. So 16 heavyweights. Obviously, you don't have to be a heavyweight. You can put a junior in there. Uh, they are obviously going to be at a disadvantage. But uh, so it's a heavyweight tournament. Normally, uh, we're going to pick 16. We're allowed to, uh, we must have a minimum four overseas talents. But you didn't only- tell me that. Uh, okay, uh, what, how many? Uh, okay, <laughs> you can only have a maximum of six overseas talents, uh, which I have used up all my six, I know, on overseas talents. Uh, but do you want to go first? I say you don't have to go, just tell me your six. Yeah, go on then. My 16 are the ambassador, Doug Williams, of course, got to Adam Maxted, Callum Newman. I can That's see my, it. I can my young see guy it. coming in. Will Ospreay. Of course, yeah. Charlie Sterling. Yeah. Will Cruz. Brendan White. Dan Maloney. LJ Cleary. Mark Haskins. Shota Umino. Andy Wilde. Chris Ridgway. Spike Trevay. Jay Joshua. And of course, to round it out, Mad Curd. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, I'm sure he'll play spoiler to many, but whipping boy to most. <laughs> you you got to have some 
fun in there as well. And I think that Magka would definitely bring the fun. Yes, yes, this is very, very much true. Okay. So, as I say, I actually used up all my six uh, in the, uh, overseas talents, but three of them are wrestled regularly in the UK. So, definitely. Uh, so I'm going to go with them first. So, mm-hmm. it's David Francesco, a Portuguese wrestler who's currently over in uh, Purpose Wrestling, uh, doing some stuff with UKPW and a few others in the South. Axel Tiska. Oh, good call. Uh, Yotasuji and Shota Umino. Josh Woods. Uh, ROH star Josh Woods. Uh, just recently won the Pure Championship. Mm-hmm. And Alex Zander Hammerstone. Oh, nice one again. Yeah, I love Hammerstone. Just beef. Uh, only because I want to see him do a post-off with Shreddy Adam Foster. Uh, so that's my first UK pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, Will Ospreay, yeah, of course, because he uh, will be there. Uh, Warren Banks, I tossed and turned between Warren Banks and Callum Newman. Oh, I can see why. Big Damo, I forgot about Big Damo. <gasps> Damaloni, Charlie Sterling, Shikel Sharm. Good call. Will Cruz mm-hmm. and Kez Evans. And Kez Evans, because going to be the most hated man at the tournament. Was that 16? I think that was 16. It sounded like it. You know what? <clears throat> we had very few the same. That surprises me. Well, I mean, we had some, obviously, and they were made mainly the Rev Pro UK guys. You know, I completely blanked on Adam Max that I'm. I'm Apologise to Max Dev for not picking him up because, as you say, phenomenal. LJ Cleary was a great uh, pick. I really do uh, a big fan of LJ Cleary. So, yeah, it was nice to see a nice little mix up there of uh, each of us pick- picking some different people. Uh, obviously, I brought in a lot more overseas talent for it. Uh, we could easily go to 20. Now, if we actually combine the two lists, we could <laughs> probably just do a proper G1. That would be absolutely phenomenal uh as i say axel tisco when i had to pick him especially knowing i'd already picked big demo as well i i want to see um axel tisco versus um hammerstone that would be a really good matchup as well i uh, think they'd work well really well yeah i think josh woods uh would be the, the most technical guy there so he'll really bring something different to the tournament he's big lad himself uh, Shotaru Mino, we've talked about him, Yoda Suji, we've talked about him, of course, Axel Tiska. But uh, speaking of Axel Tiska, the former Alexander Wolf uh, did win WXW Germany's Catch Grand Prix at WXW Germany's Blitzternia event. Uh, tell us how he got on. He did very well. First, he overcame Dennis Cash Delling. Tristan Archer, who recently um, had some matches with NXT UK, and Francisco Akira in a fatal four-way to get through round one. In round two, Axel defeated Fast Time Mondo in an ambitious rules match. Ambitions rules match, my apologies. No idea. (laughs) Before finally defeating Bobby Guns in a catch Grand Prix rules match. Deflating. Deflating? Defeating. (laughs) I can read my own writing. Bobby Guns in the fifth round. 
Marius Al-Ani was also able to um, retain his WWW Unified World Championship against Cara Noir, and I bet that match was good. Yeah, I'm desperate to actually see this entire tournament. It's just gone up on WXW Germany's uh, on-demand service. I don't think they offer a two-week free trial. Of I said, pick it up right now. <laughs> uh, I'm hoping, I'm hoping upon hope that in three weeks' time, it should go up on the WWE Network, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. I'm interested to see what happens with that and with Fear and Loathing, whether they'll be going up on the um, network. Uh, yeah, so uh, it does seem like the live tapings are about three to four weeks ahead of what comes out on WWE Network. Mm. Now, I, I mentioned um, Francesco Akira um, wrestling against Axel Tischka there. Um, would you like to say what else he's been up to? Well, he made his debut for RevPro UK today in a match against one of the UK's best junior heavyweights in Robbie X. Uh, I actually saw somebody have posted the results of that. Apparently, it's a 15-minute free mark. Uh, Akira came up with the win in what he said was a very, 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 very good match. And I look forward to seeing that next week on the RevPro On Demand channel. And... Uh, so, yeah, he's also been announced for ICW. Uh, so he's going to be at the 10th of October tapings where he'll be facing off with good friend of the show, regular listener, the British psycho in Skinner. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, uh, I mean, uh, he's, we know how excited uh, he's gonna. He can't. He's been posting about it all over Twitter. Literally every day. He cannot wait for this match. He is the perfect first opponent uh, for Akira in my style. He, the shooter, the kickass. He absorbs that uh, that that Japanese strong style that Akira will be used to. Thank you very much, Mark Dallas, for giving this match to Ian Skinner. Um... I know there's many people in ICW that would have wanted it, and I am over the moon that Ian's got this match. It's going to be absolutely fantastic. Yeah, I think Sinclair, I say, the perfect. Skinner is the perfect opponent for him. Uh, as well as, you know, guys like Martin Kirby, of course, making Buzzard, uh, Daz Black. Can't wait for him to take on Daz Black, but so many great opponents for him to have at ICW right now and at RevPro UK. And, of course, he will be at Wrestle Carnival for their end-of-year show. Uh, I can't remember the day. November 14th? Sounds about right. Carnival Mania. <laughs> Make sure you go to that end-of-year show because it looks fantastic. Uh, Speedball Mike Bailey is heading back to the UK. Uh, he's going to be part of the British J Cup. Which uh, I bought my tickets for last week. You did, you lucky, lucky boy. I'm very... Uh, yeah, and that's good because we're going to be able to get out the exclusive results ASAP if you can text them over to me. So <laughs> <laughs> We are indeed, and they've got three um, competitors announced so far. We won't do the other two yet because we'll be part of the uh, results. Oh, okay then. I'll we'll wait. tease them. So yes, there are right. There are three uh, uh, people now in the British J Cup, including Speedball Mike Bailey. Of course, Speedball Mike Bailey made a name for himself in the UK over the last five years. He's wrestled all over the UK, Europe, Japan, Canada, all because he was serving uh, 
He was banned from the U.S., entering the U.S. for five years for working a, uh, I think it was Evolve. He was working an Evolve show, which he shouldn't have been working because he didn't have the right visa. Uh, so he got a five-year ban from But it was, you know, he made a name for himself in the U.K., Europe, competed over in WXW Germany, uh, held titles in Japan, in the U.K., in Europe. So I'm sure he didn't mind it too much. <laughs> I've heard, busy. I've heard WWE were looking at him for NXT now, but his because uh, technically it's all over and done with now, so he's allowed to enter the US. So I heard a uh, WWE were interested, but mm. not much since. Okay. Uh, and finally, Rev Pro UK have announced a champion versus champion match for their live at Southampton 14, which is next week. Uh, Will Ospreay, of course, the undisputed British heavyweight champion, will be facing the undisputed cruiserweight champion, who is, excuse me, who is Michael Oku, uh, after he defeated Chris Ridgway earlier today. I want to see that. I want to see how that went down. (laughs) Uh, But uh, apparently, yeah, so Michael Oku versus uh, Will Ospreay next week in Southampton. That should be good. Should be an excellent match. Results. It's about time. Uh, let me. I'm going to do a quick roundup of Purpose Wrestling because uh, I just having some chats with Purpose Wrestling over Twitter on occasion. They said, "Hey, when our full show goes up, uh, would you mind giving?" Uh, you know, they actually asked us to uh, look in and review. So I had, I did. Uh, they posted their Mills versus Breaks show, which is their was their second show. Uh, mm-hmm. It's free on YouTube, so you know. Great price. Go watch it. Uh, it started off, NIC defeated Nino Bryant and Ollie Pierce. I know Nino's a favorite of yours. He is. Uh, Clementine defeated Kiara Kamira. Again, Clementine, another favorite of yours. David Francisco defeated uh, Warren Banks. RJ Singh and Jordan Saeed uh, defeated Teens with Attitude, the Power Rangers, apparently, Kieran Lacey and Mark True. <laughs> uh, the OJMO, the Orange Juice, Michael Okoku, he defeated Rex Armstrong. After the match, Saeed and Singh attempted to attack Armstrong, but he was saved by his long-term tag team partner, JJ Lynch. And also in the main event, uh, which is, of course, Jordan Breaks versus Connor Mills. Okay, so quickly, Connor Mills versus Breaks. Amazing. Breaks is one of the best old-school technical wrestlers out there right now. And Connor Mills can just about match him with that. But he adds in the strikes and that power game, the speed. It's just an absolute phenomenal match. I would highly recommend going to see that. I'm a big fan of the NIC as a tag team. Uh, I do have a slight issue with them because they got the, got the face paint and they're kind of Legion of Doomish, which is fine when they're going up against Lycos Jim, uh, when they're going up against, say, the teams with Attitude, when they're going up against Nino Bryant and Ollie Pierce and a couple of the other smaller tag teams. But if they come across like the Legion, Lucian Phillips and Screwface Armored, they're going to look a bit small. They are physically put together, no doubt about it. But they're playing Legion of Doom. And I'm not sure they're really big. They're a great tag team, don't get me wrong. It's just, I, I 
it's just that that little thing when they come against against the bigger teams, it'll be interesting to see if they still come out uh, like that. David Francesco, this is one of the first times I really got to see him properly wrestle. He impressed me so much that I put him in my uh, G1 tournament along with Warren Banks because they absolutely kicked ass. OJMO versus Rex Armstrong was a really good match. Uh, Clementine versus Kiara Kamara, again, really, really good match. RJ Singh is a legend. Jordan Saeed uh, taking on the teams with Attitude, the Power Rangers. Uh, that was also a very, very good match. Progress should watch their back. There's competition in London, Purpose Wrestling, new promotion, uh, do their shows at the Merton Art Space in Wimbledon. They've put together a great young roster. They seem to have good connections with the Grapple Locks uh, training school in London. And I, I think there's going to be some big things coming from them. And we'll be talking about their next show in the British Roundup. So that's not too far from me. That's one you reckon I should go along to. 100% you've got to uh, in, in the new year, because obviously we, I know we've got a few shows lined up, but definitely in the new year. Uh, Merton R Space Wimbledon uh, definitely I think this is a show worth going to okay uh, Rev Pro UK I'll do the same a quick one Michael Oku defeated Gideon Gray the Young Guns defeated the Legions Screwface Armored Lucian Phillips Connor Mills defeated Callum Newman in the British J Cup qualifier so he is the uh, second entrant if you like RKJ defeated Will Cruz this, he was supposed to be facing Chris Ridgeway but Gideon talked him out of it. Robbie X defeated Martin Kirby in a British J Cup qualifier to become the third entrant. And in the main event, Aussie Open defeated Yota and Shota. Uh, after the match, Ricky Knight Jr. came out to attack uh, Aussie Open, but was outnumbered. And then the Young Guns came out too. And overall, this was a fantastic show. Uh, Gideon Gray is a pantomime villain. He really is. He's so good at playing that pantomime villain. The kids hate him, and I think he's great for that. The Young Guns, uh, quite honestly, they might be the best UK tag team. Who really, really might. Uh, they are just... Well, they treated as faces. They were treated as faces, so uh, they got uh, bullied a lot. But again, by Legion, Screwface Ahmed, and... Uh, Lucian Phillips. So you got two really big guys that could actually bully uh, young guns, uh, in particular Ethan Allen, the smaller of the two. Uh, Mills versus Callum Newman. Oh, just as you can imagine, just amazing. You're not going to get any better than watching two young guys like that kick the crap out of each other. RKJ versus Wilkes Cruz was really, really good. Fantastic, Matt. RKJ came away with a win. However, if I had been at the show that day, I would have been really, 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 really pissed off that you didn't give me RKJ versus Chris Ridgway because I want RKJ versus Chris Ridgway. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. Have you seen Because I want to see that match. I think those two are just going to batter each other and it's going to be great and I would love to see it. Uh, Aussie Open fantastic martin kirby robbie x fantastic whole show fantastic oh and purpose, of course four sugars for purpose four sugars for ref bro and of course both of our picks now are in the j cup
Yes, yes, yeah. So a couple of yes, definitely our picks did make it to the J Cup. Uh, do you want to start with some NXT UK then? Go on then. Uh, we started off with Mustache Mountain defeating Carter and Smith. Now, this was a lot tighter than I thought it was going to be. It was Carter and Smith looked like they were going to win two or three times. Um, I really enjoyed the match. <clears throat> I thought that um, uh, Ashton Smith looked very strong in it. Um, I thought that they should have gone over Mustache Mountain, but they didn't. Possibly. I thought it was a really, really good match. I thought, as you said, uh, guess Smith just showed off that uh, incredible power again. Tyler Bate got to show that he was a big, strong boy. Oliver Carter got to show that he was a uh, supremely athletic individual. How and good was Trent... his no-hand line Oh, God, that was amazing. And Trent Seven showed that he is a crafty, whiny veteran who knows how to use the ring. Uh, but it was... It lacked heat for me. It mm. was a really good match, but I, I just felt like it just lacked a killer edge, a bit of animosity... Uh, I say this about Carter and Smith the all the time. Yeah, I say it about Carter and Smith all the time. It lacked fans. Oh, yes. The fans are going to love Smith and Carter. But I just think in this match itself, it was so good for everything that I said. But it just lacked a killer edge. It just didn't. didn't it, up until that last minute when the tank teams came out and you could see that uh, Carter and Smith were a bit annoyed that they lost the match at the end. I'd like to see a rematch where there's a bit more heat. Okay. Definitely. Ginny then insulted Millie McKenzie. Um, yeah. You know. Well, you've got to set up a match somehow. Yeah. Now, I missed the next bit. Did you? Uh, this was uh, Nina Samuels. Uh, they, the, well, at first, it was Massive and Stars about to get interviewed, but Nina Samuels came along and stole it and called it the Nina Samuels show, and she did the interview. Uh, there was a bit of comedy. There was a bit of uh, the uh, Star and Mastiff said, oh, the Legion shouldn't have been down there, and that's why we went down there. And to be honest, I apart from Nina Samuels, because I love Nina Samuels, I couldn't care less about the rest of it. Fair enough. Now, the next match I was really impressed with, um, Danny Luna versus Zy Brookside. This was the best match I've seen out of Danny Luna, and this is the best match I've seen out of Zy Brookside in a long time. Yes. Uh, I possibly didn't enjoy it as much as you, then because I felt... Again, it just felt like it just went through the motions. There was no real animosity. There was no real heat up until Zaya slapped her hand when, you know, at the end of the match. And I just haven't been interested in Zaya Brookside for a long time right now. Uh, they need to mm. do something with her. Maybe a push towards the dark side Need is very much needed. Hopefully this could be that nudge because right now... I used to love Zyabrook side, but I just haven't felt her since the return. No, I haven't either, but I truly felt that this was the best match she's had since the return. And I also think this was Danny Luda's best match so far. Mm. Stevie Turner then went to see Skid Scala and um, wants a match against Blair Davenport. Why? Yeah. Why, why would you want a match against Blair Davenport? Nobody should. <laughs> 
really ever want to imagine. No, no, she is going to get uh, trounced. But uh, as I say, they've got to set up a match somehow. And they were probably, you remember Will Ospreay had COVID a little while back? Yeah. This is all probably to cover that when she would, so because she would be, wouldn't have been able to go to tapings maybe one week. Mm. Possibly. I don't, I don't know. But uh, it's, yeah. Uh, should be a fun match, an interesting match. I'd like to see the match. Uh, so I hope they give it some on. time. Yeah, I think it's uh, going to be next week, so it should be a good match. Uh, Sam Gradwell then said he was sick of uh, Danny Luna and her subs. Yay! <laughs> Uh, this is why we love you Sam this is why we love you Sam yeah because he uh, absolutely gold on the mic so funny so brilliant so creative uh, and of course uh, Mark Andrews for wobbly because Sam Gradwell broke his skateboard <laughs> so no I doubt a skateboard Sam will be used in a match somehow <laughs> when that happens I think next week again yeah. Now, next up was a special match. The arrival of Charlie Dempsey, the son of William Regal. Um, the re-arrival, sorry, because he did have that one match against Tyler Bates, Bailey Matthews. Oh, um, God, yeah. Okay, my apologies. Yes, the re-arrival. Um, and he was up against um, Turbo Josh Terry, Josh Morrell. And um, it was brilliant, in my brilliant. opinion. What did you yeah. think? The saving grace of the show uh, for me. This was, without a doubt, the highlight of the show. Josh Morrell got to show off that he can do some fun little funky flips, and he is a phenomenal wrestler. Uh, I think that once he pushes past being an enhancement talent on WWE, he is going to rise quickly. Uh, I've seen some incredible matches with uh, Josh Morrell. Came very highly recommended by Shady Natras. Uh, we'll be talking about both of them a little bit later when we uh, do the Brit Rest Roundup. Uh, yeah, and Dempsey, wow, just, I love this side of wrestling. It's brilliant. And he just twisted and slammed and turned. And I, that finishing move. Uh, oh. submission, the pre- I, I, just the pretzel, I guess, because that's basically what he turned poor Josh Moreau into. The only thing I could think vaguely was similar was the old Rings of Saturn. Um, well, it's like a Rings but- of Saturn mixed with a uh, chicken wing clutch, also mixed with a half crab. Yeah. And then he's going to just, just, yes, yeah, just, ouch. He's going to struggle putting it on some of the bigger guys. Yeah, I think that'll be... I'd like to see him put that on Mastiff. Yeah, well, can he get that clutch on the big guys? But I'm sure he'll have, I think, maybe a a solid finishing move. But for me, wow, Dempsey, going to be a star, going to be a super star. He's big as well, so... well, I don't think he's going to be at NXT UK for long. No. We then had a sit-down package with Ilya Dragunov talking with A-Kid where they were comparing their determination. Yeah, that sucked donkey stuff. Uh, at <laughs> least it wasn't a Noam Dar sit-down interview. It could have been it worse. It was, it was nearly as bad as the... Uh, in fact, actually, I think it was a little bit... It was worse than the Rampage Water one that they did a little while back. <laughs> uh, when they, I think when they do that, the... Uh, press conference style one is a much better, better way to do something like this than to have the two guys just sit there. It just seems it's weird, it's unnatural, it uh, 
But talking about a match I really want to see is Charlie Dempsey versus Ilya Dragunov. Yes. Yes. Oh, in fact, if there's a, he should be built to take the title from Dragunov. Not, you know, in a year. Give Dragunov a nice long reign, but the man to take the title from him should be Charlie Dempsey. Okay. That's my, that's my uh, thing. Um, yeah. Yeah, build Dempsey up as a, as a strong heel, just as an overconfident heel, not as a guru mm. heel. Um, and yeah, that could work. I think uh, the then, two things are just meshing, they'll just slap, and they'll, they'll be brutal. We then a package for Wolfgang and Noam Dar, um, which was what it was. Yeah, next And week. then I'm going to be completely honest, I decided not to watch the last match because of who was in it. I decided that it wasn't worth it because of the people that were taking part. Yeah, uh, we know we had some uh, things, uh, obviously allegations that were levied against both of these people. And uh, obviously WWE supposedly investigated. I'm I'm sure they did their basics, cut a cover there, but uh, I don't think they investigated nearly enough. But, uh, yeah, I, to be honest, didn't pay much attention to this match. And uh, Coffee won with help from Wolfgang and uh, Mark Coffee. Basically, Devlin would have won if it weren't for the interference by the Gallus boys. So, uh, I don't know where they're going with this, but... We need to give the results, and and we've done that exactly. So... Yeah, uh, overall, I would only give this show... Three sugars. That's still a good score. That's better than average. I would give it three and a half. Yeah, I, and I, I literally, yeah, if the saving grace, if it weren't for uh, that Dempsey match, they could have easily been two or two and a half, but Dempsey, uh, Morel, very, very, because it was only quick as well, barely uh, eight minutes at most, mm. and, but really, really good match. Definitely. ICW Fight Club. Um, it was announced at the beginning that Noam Dar has been stripped the ICW heavyweight title, which we announced a little while back. Um, and there are going to be two four-way elimination matches. The first one will see Kez Evans versus DCT versus BT Gun versus Jason Reed, and that will be next week, which I am thoroughly looking forward to. Um, we then have Thatcher's Cabinet versus Luking Sharp and Jimmy Pierce for the number one contendership for the ICW Tag Team Championships. Uh, as you can imagine, Thatcher's Cabinet, played by the rules completely, as always. Up, up until Thatcher Wright got involved. Um, but that was only to help the referee, because it seemed like the referee was counting very hard with his hand and needed to be stopped in case he hurt himself, I think. Yeah, I can understand that. You know, Thatcher's just looking out for the best. I believe so. Um, and with this interference, it led to Ian Skinner isolating um, Jimmy Pierce and a double um, team move with a pin by Skinner on Pierce for the one, two, three, and our number one contenders, the Tag Team Championships, are Thatcher's Cabinet. And they're still really popular with the crowd in Glasgow. They seem to really Very appreciate strange. the Tory um, side of things. I could, uh, yeah, <laughs> surprising. Yes. Um, we then had a newcomer, Caleb Valhalla versus Sheik El Sham. Um, Caleb Valhalla is, um, they described him as how you would have made your player in Raw versus SmackDown. Um, lots of muscles, long hair, tattoos, and looks like a Viking. I never went for that. 
uh, I had my main guy, he was a high flyer. And then I had my other one, which was a technical wrestler. I was very much a smash mouth, big tattooy beardy bloke. So worked for me. Um, so this is the first time that Sheikh Shams had somebody he's gone up against uh, sort of like a similar size. It was a big hoss match. You'd have quite enjoyed this. Um, it went back and forth and Sham basically took over, um, hit the massive spear for the one, two, three, and Valhalla lost in his first match. It is the Sheik. It is indeed. Logan Smith then took on Darrow. Darrow, who started last week, who won some sort of preliminary um, match to get his place in ICW. Um, he came out looking really good. He hit a beautiful flying, spinning European uppercut. Um, which which looked great. But unfortunately, um, halfway through the match, out came Aaron Echo, one of the ECW, ECW, ICW originals, um, and interfered, and the match was thrown out, ruled a no contest, mm-hmm. which is very unusual for ICW. Uh, Maxie Malone then took on Angel Hayes, um, Brilliant exchange of locks and holds. The win went to um, Angel Hayes when she locked in a guillotine and Malone tapped. Grant McIver with the manifesto then took on Zero, the bad zombie dude, who by the end of this match was a fan favourite. People hate the manifesto enough that they were cheering for Zero. I Well, you know, sometimes in these uh, independents, there are guys that kind of become cult-like figures in in those promotions. So they have these huge followings in those promotions, but it's just not really going to translate anywhere else. It certainly didn't translate here, but um, well done to him. Uh, it was a TKO by Grant McIver um, when he choked him out with the chain. Mm. We then had Daz Black versus Martin Kirby. This must have been fun. And good. It, it was fun, it was good, it was fast. Uh, it was a beautiful move where Daz jumped from the inside second rope over the turnbuckle and out with a somersault double axe handle to the outside, which was absolutely stunning. Um, great to see Martin Kirby back. He, I've forgotten how small he is. That's an awful thing to say, um, but he is ripped. He is very, oh, he very, got, he got great condition. Shredded over thing. I can't remember. I don't know if he was on the Yeston Reese plan or one of the other guys, uh, maybe further north. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, he got himself absolutely shredded and into great condition, and which is why he came back just as like he's like, no, I'm in the best condition of my life. Less while my my retired. Which is why he had a nearly 20-minute match with Daz Black. Um, it was brilliant. The end came where they were both jostling on the um, top turnbuckle. It ended up with Martin Kirby sat on the top turnbuckle and Daz jumped off the floor to give a hurricane rana to Martin Kirby, who was sat on the top turnbuckle. That was... That, that was energy. That, that was like going to be a superstar. I did put, I it was in the back of my mind in for the G, for my G1 thing. I thought, oh, Dad's black, similar to Callum Newman. You know, mm-hmm. yes, they could be considered juniors, but they could also, they, they're on the edge basically right now. Yeah. Big guys, but so, so athletic. 
Yeah. Well, he then hit the curb stomp for the one, two, three. Still your zero G champion. That's black. Super. Well done, lad. Uh, how many sugars are you going to give it? I'm going to give that a three sugars overall. Uh, three sugars overall. Not too bad. Uh, I watch progress. Chapter one, two, three. They're taking a Peckham. Uh, it was a nine match card. That's uh, long. I know. It included two opening round matches for the Revelations of Love tournament, plus a Progress Championship match in the main event. Uh, it started with LK Mezinger, Charles Crowley. Uh, this is really good. Um, Mezinger is very creative. So is Charles Crowley. And uh, mm. it's exactly what you would have thought. Uh, Charles Crowley came out with the win with the ch uh, triangle choke mandible claw combo, which is called the weasel clutch. Oh, well, it's certainly what uh, uh, Malone said it was. So uh, I think that is what it is. Who knows? Anyway, yeah, because uh, we know how much he hates him. It was a good opening match. Mezinger is so unorthodox with his offense. Uh, this was the first time seeing Crowley as a singles performer, and he showed exactly what he is capable of. He is more than just a character. He is a really good wrestler. Up next was Chris Ridgeway versus oh, Bug Gun Joe's. Uh, Big Guns Joe. I need to go change that on my... <laughs> uh, you know, it started well. Uh, Joe started quite well with using his power, big guns as he is. But then uh, Chris Ridgeway just took him down and started to stretch him out. Uh, guns got back into the match. He gets in the Boston Crab, but Chris Ridgeway escaped in like a second and transitioned <laughs> it into an ankle lock. Uh, in the end, Big Guns Joe was mercifully put out. Well, actually, more unmercifully put out of his uh misery. Poor lad took several suits, hard shots to the face, head, and then a big punt to the back of the head as he laid there, basically already unconscious. He just booted him in the back of the head. Uh, it was brilliant. <laughs> It was fine and it was brilliant. Uh, this was a quick match, but a great match. Uh, Joe did get into some good offense, showed off his power, but this was all about how dangerous Chris Ridgeway's technique and strikes are. And it did just that. Uh, Jody Fleisch, Warren Banks. This is probably the match I was most looking forward to on this card, if I'm going to be very honest. Uh, it started out, Jody used the experience to get the early advantage. Banks easily overpowered him at one point, just picked him up and tossed him over the uh, top rope like it was absolutely nothing. Uh, it was back and forth uh, a lot of the times. At one point, uh, Jody Fleisch hits a springboard Hurricane Rana that sent Banks to the outside. So then he ran and did a leaping jump springboard off the top rope into a crossbody. It was absolutely mental. Uh, a guy his age is just ridiculous uh, how agile he is still. It's the ability that allows him to hit some really high-impact offense. Uh, eventually, though, Lycos Jim came out to distract the referee. Uh, first Kid Lycos distracting the referee, and then Kid Lycos 2 smashed uh, Jody Fleisch in the head with a bacon tray, allowing Banks to roll up Fleisch and get the pinfall. This was really, this was an excellent match. Jody Fleisch is consistent as always. 
Banks put in a performance of his life to establish himself as a future star. He did that. It was slightly undermined by Lycos Jim help, but it did set up uh, some an angle for later in the evening and subsequent shows coming. And it does show the um, continuation of the storyline because Warren Banks has teamed with them before. Yes, yeah. Uh, so uh, uh, Malone did obviously mention about uh, him still having a pass for Lycos Jim. <laughs> uh, so yeah, good, good match. Ethan Allen versus Elijah. Uh, Ethan Allen peppered Elijah with lots of hard shots, great technical wrestling. Elijah got in some hard, hard slams, hard, high-impact shots. Uh, but eventually, it was Ethan Allen who came away with the cross-face win, forcing Elijah to tap out. Following the match, though, Crowley grabbed the mic and says he knows how Elijah can beat Allen, and he looked to therefore set up a match for next show. Lizzie Evo versus Alexis Falcon. So Lizzie Evo, sorry, finally makes her debut for Progress Wrestling. Long overdue, but Alexis Falcon defeated Lizzie Evo. What? Uh, yeah, I was absolutely shocked. Your pick. So, uh, I granted my pick and I wanted to win, but is it? It's... Indeed. So you, you get a point, six. Uh, you get an extra point for there. Uh, Lizzie Evo did come out at the. Yeah, I was shocked at this, uh, having it, but really good match. These two have been fighting up and down the country. They know each other inside and out, and they actually continued that story in the progress ring of knowing each other inside and out. Uh, in the end of it, as I say, Alexis Falcon did hit the Falcon Fury to get away with a pinfall. Uh, really, really compelling back and forth match. Loved it. But surprised. Charlie Sterling then took on Danny Black. Uh, look, Sterling easily outmuscled Black throughout most of this match. Black did use his speed and agility to get a number of arm drags, a standing moonsault, and some great, really fun offense. But Charlie Sterling just punished Black's up back and then he locked in the uh, Texas Cloverleaf to get the tap out. Danny Black is incredible and he has a really bright future. And he was able to bring a lot to this match. However, against Sterling, this was man against boy. And you never once at any point thought that Sterling was really under any real threat. Uh, Sterling is a physical marvel who is an amazing wrestler and just great. It was a really good match. As I say, Black did some really great stuff. Sterling also did some really great stuff. But as I say, you you lack that feeling that Black could win this match because uh, just Charlie Sun is just, he's a genetic freak, almost <laughs> a genetic freak, not quite as genetic freak as the genetic freak Scott Carina, but a genetic freak. He's, he's got tree trunk legs and he's six foot something. So just uh, the next match, Mercedes Blaze versus Raven Creed uh, for the Revelations of Love tournament. And Mercedes Blaze came away with the win. Not surprising. Slightly not surprising. Uh, it's a really good match. You know, Creed uh, really brings something different to the progress women's division. She's wild. She's aggressive. She's crazy. And uh, so yes, she really brings something that uh, Progress Wrestling's women's division was lacking. Mercedes Blaze came away with the win thanks to Tonga's help. 
but there were some slight dissensions because Tonga went to distract the referee and Mercedes Blaze actually had Raven Creed trapped for the pin. So that obviously annoyed Mercedes Blaze. Uh, when Mercedes Blaze was on the outside, she was getting annoyed with Tonga. So looks like they're laying some foundation for the eventual split of Blaze and Tonga. Uh, Raven Creed really, really impressed again. She completely has a new dimension to progress women's division. Uh, Blaze is just great. We've said it for a long time that we felt that she's the MVP of the women's division. Uh, the match layout was great. The dissension between Blaze and Tonga added an extra layer to the story of the match, and it'll be interesting to see where it goes. Mm. However, it's disappointing to uh, see in this tournament two of the progress regulars go over two newcomers. Uh, like, would have been nice for at least one of them to get the thing there. And you get another point because you were right. Mercedes Blaze did go on to defeat Raven Creed. I had Raven Creed down to beat her. You were so you get another point. Woohoo! But I found out the results of Session Moff Martina versus Clint Margera. And Clint Margera picked up the victory. So I get three points for the championship match. So bing, 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 bing. We need to do some more off-screen uh, things because a lot of the time we don't get a chance to do it on the show, which ones, which picks and so forth. Uh, Lycos Jim versus the 0121. Uh, great match. Therese is amazing. He really, really shined in this match. Uh, Lycos Jim do a great way of negating that size difference that they have because they are both very slight and small individuals, especially like us too. Uh, but the, what their wrestling styles, their teamwork, it allows you to buy into them as always a major threat. And this was a really good match. Devolved into chaos at several times, of course, uh, as you do in tag team matches these days. Eventually, Warren Banks made his way down to ringside. This, of course, brought Jody Fleisch down to ringside. Uh, but it was enough to distract uh, Damaloni, who gets hit with two Lobos by Kid Lycos, and they pick up the win. After the match, obviously, Maloney grabs the mic, calls them all cowards, and says they should have a six-man tag, uh, most likely at the next show, which should be awesome. As I say, Lycos Jim are definitely one of the best tag teams in the country, and they do a great job of negating their size, with crafty tactics, uh, but Maloney is a beast and did a great job of showing this off. Darice has physical attributes. Uh, when he got the hot tag, he just came in like a house on fire. Just power moves, high flyer moves. The guy can do it all. Again, one of these guys that will probably sit on that edge between heavyweight and junior, you know, really enabling promoters to use him. Use him kind of how they want and I look forward to the uh, that six man tag to come uh, Luke Jacobs versus Cara Noir in the for the progress title uh, Jacobs won the uh, what, number one contendership last week against Ethan Allen yeah. uh, started the match just going straight for the takedowns grounding uh, Cara Noir but then they would jostle all and jockey for position uh, eventually, it's like the major turn in the match came when Karen took one second to look at Chris Widgeway 
at ringside and he got absolutely clobbered by Luke Jacobs for this. Uh, but of course, he's pro noir. He's almost invincible. He finds a way back into the match and he starts working over Luke Jacobs' arm so that he weaken that strength, weaken that power, and take away those clubbing blows that Luke Jacobs can deliver. Fantastic match. Best match in I at the show. Easy, easy, the best match of the show. And uh, to be honest, whole show. You know, there were some ups and downs, definitely. But I would give it three and a half sugars. Nice. Uh, yeah, I think that rounds up for our results for this week. Uh, next week, uh, we will be watching TNT Ignition, which is on Powered 4 TV currently. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe the BWR Underground should become available on BWR On Demand. There'll be the Rev Pro uh, show as well. And, of course, the usual ICW. Uh, NXT UK and if there's a progress there's a progress and we will be bringing all those results to you guys because that's what we love to do because we love British wrestling we love watching great British independent wrestling now lucky enough to see a lot of it we certainly are I'll start Future Shock Wrestling have opened a performance centre you can now sign up for the Future Shock four week beginners course um, this kicks off this Saturday, the 9th of October. Future Shock are responsible for some of the best British talents come out of the Northeast, including the Young Guns, who we were just discussing, Big Guns Joe. And when you go there, you'll be able to train with the likes of Chris Ridgway and Lana Austin. So this is um, a really great place to go and learn your trade. So Future Shock Wrestling now have their performance centre. Uh, that, I mean, they have had the performance centre for quite some time because I think even Zach Gibson actually originated from the uh, Future Shop before setting up his own uh, It's the beginner's course. So, yes, this is a beginner's course. So this is a great place to start if you're a new guy, if you're new. Uh, obviously, a lot of different uh, gyms, if you like, do different ways. Some just do beginner days, others do beginner courses and so forth. So but as you say, so many great top, top performers come out of there. And Chris Ridgway right now is uh, one of the best coaches out there because if you look at all of the talent coming out, it's just so good coming out of that Northeast. Uh, Creation Pro Wrestling up in Wales. They'll be making their debut on the 4th of February in Cardiff. Uh, and they've announced two of the top rated young talents in the UK to go one on one in their main event. As Connor Mills faces Nico Angelo, that promises to be an excellent match. Uh, Creation also announced that Lee Hunter will be taking on Clementine. Ooh, be an interesting one. And the OJMO will be taking on Sid Oakley. This is added to the already announced Lycos Jim versus Jody Fleisch and Joe Lando. So some really good matches coming out of that place. Very much so. Wrestle Carnival. Always one of our favourites. Always one of our favourites. And please do listen back to our interview that we did last week with Wrestle Carnival founder Gary Ward. Wrestle Carnival have announced the full lineup for what they're calling the Strongman Gauntlet. Six men enter, one comes out, the Carnival Strongman. And this is going to take place at the Pure Show. We're going to have Warren Banks versus Adam Shreddy Foster versus Big Guns Joe versus Man Like Therese versus Joe. See me the fan 
versus wrestling memes. Now, wrestling memes is um, coming out of UBW. Oh, is it? He is indeed. Um, He was one of their initial wrestlers, and um, I believe Gary saw him at the last um, UBW show. Uh, Because the the Pure show is very... Most of the card, and we'll be going for the rest of the card in just a sec, is very... It's a very serious card. Mm -hmm. So this match uh, really adds that carnival, carnival to it. So that's absolutely fantastic, because we found out Charles Crowley is going to be there, so I wonder what type of menace he's going to get up to, because he is the carnival twat. He is indeed. Um, Also, we do have announced Russell Carnival a tag match, as Adam Bolt and Riley Nova must overcome the might of Powerhouse Blake and Will Cruz. Now, Blake and Cruz came together at first match and um, attacks the fan, um, because they want their wrestling to be proper. Yes, and I believe they did something very similar at uh, Carnival of Honor, which I still haven't seen. I do mean to. I just we've been watching so much stuff. I really want to get around <laughs> to seeing that though. So the full card for the Pure Show on Sunday, the 9th of October, is Warren Banks versus Adam Shirley Foster versus Big Guns Joe versus Man Like Reese versus Joe C the Fan versus Wrestling Memes in a Strongman Gauntlet. Adam Bolton riding over versus. Um, Will Cruz and I've just forgotten the guy's name. Powerhouse Cruz and Powerhouse Blake. Thank you very much. Uh, we then have Joe Hendry versus Jay Joshua, Charlie Morgan versus Jetta, Alex Windsor versus Jordi Ann Grace, and Jonathan Gresham versus Chris Ridgeway in a Ring of Honor Pure Rules match. That will be on week by week. That's going to be an absolute excellent card. Uh, I love Russell Carnival. I hate the fact that they're in London because it's very difficult for me to get over there. Uh, I definitely intend to get back to enough on their shows. We loved that uh, first show that they did. It was so much fun. It really was. Indeed. Uh, so Purpose Wrestling, I told you I'd mention them again. So they've announced two more matches for their Understorm show which is this Saturday, the 8th of October, at the Merton Art Space. Uh, they announced OJMO will be going on one-on-one with Fabio Romano. You, you have to say it properly. Fabio Romano. O-J-M-O. Versus Thank you. Versus Fabio, Fabio Romano. Can you do that? No, I can't. Can't roll your ass. Francisco uh, will be facing the greatest keyboard warrior of all time, Mad Cat. Yeah. Uh, so the full card for this Saturday show is Doug Williams versus Jordan Brakes, the Sunshine Machine versus the 87, which is Warren Banks and Joy, uh, Roy Johnson. Uh, Laura DiMatteo will be taking on Ava White. David Francisco will be taking on Mad Cat. The NIC will be taking on the Teens with Attitude, the Power Rangers, Mark True and Kieran Lacey. And at the bottom, the OJMO will be taking on Fabio Romano. Odyssey Pro Wrestling have released the full card for Stormy Waters on the 16th of October in Morecambe. It will be RPD versus Big Guns Joe in a first round of the championship tournament. Rick Marcus versus JJ Webb, also in a first round of the championship tournament. Ryan Hunter versus Sandy Beach in the first round of the championship tournament. Two-Bit versus Troy Ryan. In a, yeah, you get the hang of this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sexy Kev and Mark Meltzer versus The Freak Show, Will Carter and Nightmare. 
and Alexis Falcon and Gia Adams versus Tonga and Lizzie Evo. Um, and that will eventually come on to Powered 4 TV. Yes, it will. Uh, you did actually watch the uh, first uh, OPW show on Powered 4 TV, and uh, I believe you gave it quite a, a good rating. And they seem I to did. be doing some good work. Uh, Sacrifice Pro Wrestling are finally ready to make their return on the 7th of November in Bedford with Double Lip. Not the first to use the Marvel reference. Coming with them are Tommy Kyle, CJ Carter, Alexander Hyde, Evie Madden, Hustle Malone, Warren Banks, Kyle Kingsley, Roy Johnson, Jade and Frankie Vegas. Resurgence Wrestling are back on the 20th of November with their fourth anniversary showcase, Once Upon a Time in Resurgence. This is going to be in Leicester. And they're bringing in Harry Singh, Gene Money, Debbie Keitel, Elijah, RJ Singh, Cara Noir, Clementine, Charles Crowley, Giselle Shaw, Roy Johnson, Lycos Jim, Mad Kurt, Spike Trevay, and more. Are there any more left? <laughs> no, but they've certainly got uh, some talent there. Oh, a hell of a lineup. Indeed. Uh, TNT Extreme Wrestling, so they've been adding to their extreme fields, their rock and roll, roll rock and wrestling extravaganza so band editions are only the righteous scare tactics and disraeli's whip (laughs) that is an awesome name i know none of these guys do you know these guys no but i'm just loving the name of disraeli's whip and i will be looking them up later (laughs) no worries uh they've made some wrestler announcements such as alexis falcon will be in action the she wolves will be in action Azrael Cameron Solas. Uh, they've also made some match announcements for the show. Scotty Rourke versus Robbie X versus Nico Angelo in what should be an excellent triple threat. The mm-hmm. Young Guns versus Lycos Jim, which is always a good match. Dan Maloney versus Nathan Cruz. They, that, that should be a good match. And in the Extreme Division Championship match, Clint Margera versus Tyler Devin. This is how I found out that Clint Margera defeated Sashimov Martina. Right. Uh, they've also announced their next Ignition show, which is Little Shop of Horrors. Uh, and that's on the 31st. That is set to feature Scott Oberman, Cameron Solis, Simon Miller, Brian Agenson, Tom Telwell, Shreddy, Chase Martini, JJ Webb, Tonga, Big Guns Show, Gene Money, Gia Adams, and MVK Valkabius who uh, I've seen live, and uh, he's absolutely brilliant. And the MVK stands for Most Valuable Killer. I just love going Falcabius. <laughs> FNW. They have announced that they'll be returning to Maidstone Leisure Centre for the Undisputed 4 show. Tickets are on sale now. They've also announced their next show for Unit 9 in Milton Kings on the 14th of October with two match announcements. They are Z-Force Magnificent 7 Qualifiers, Mark True, versus Kieran Lacey. Mm, and the teams with attitude are going to have to face off with each other. Mm, and they will join already in the Magnificent Seven, Connor Mills, Kit Knox, Big Guns Joe, Callum Newman and Joe Lando. Women's Fight League match, um, Giselle Shaw is on three points versus Jade, who is on zero points. Um, Jade is yet to have a match, so that's, you know, to be expected, but uh, yeah, first appearance of Jade for Fight Nation in this uh, Women's Fight League. Uh, five women in total, including Clementine, Laura Dimitteo, and who am I missing? 
Oh, I'm really sorry. I can't remember this. Neither can I, because I saw Clementine versus Laura Timoteo. I'm trying to think who did Laura Timoteo take. Oh, Sky Smithson. Sky Smithson. Very apologies. So, uh, and I believe Smith, uh, Dimiteo is on top at the moment with six points because she has wrestled twice. Indeed. There we go. Uh, North Wrestling, up by me. I went to their first show, had a lot of fun. Uh, I, I'm not a seated venue until uh, obviously mentioned the fact that I needed a seat and they don't have seats. Just saying, influence guys. <laughs> I'm joking. North are absolutely fantastic. They got some great guys over there, and I will get back over to there at some point. Uh, they've announced one final match for the Keep Your Distance on the 23rd of October. It's Lizzie Evo, and she'll have to overcome the challenge of Riho. Uh, so the full card is now Coronawar. Versus Rory Coyle for the North Wrestling Championship. The number one contender match, Martin Kirby, Chris Ridgeway, Robbie X, and Will Cruz. There will be another Visage lip sync battle. Gia Adams will be going one-on-one with Tonga. HT Drake versus Liam Slater. Shreddy versus Gene Money. Lizzie Evo versus Rio. That is a banging card. North Wrestling have listed a bunch of useful details regarding how to get to the show, the seating, uh, hotel options, and so forth, all available on their social media page. Go check that out. Excellent work. Spirit Wrestling. We have the full card now for their debut show, The First Act, on the 10th of October in Sheffield. It will be Alexis Falcon versus Brady Phillips, Adam Bolt versus HT Drake, Natalie Skies versus Chantel Jordan, the Pretty Little Killers versus Battle Squad Awesome. Awesome. Scotty Rourke and Dynamite H Block versus Leon Slater and Joe Wade. Alan Kay versus Henry Faust versus Jason Jacobs. And Troy versus David DeVille. Yeah, there's a couple of matches. I'm quite excited for Lady Electric Falcon versus Brady Phillips. Should be a very interesting matchup. And then Natalie Scully versus Chantal Jordan. Certainly, I think it's going to be... Uh, I should something to keep your eye out for but that tag match with h block and scotty rock versus leon slater versus and joe wade uh all four of them coming out of the uh pursuit pro wrestling academy with liam slater it was actually liam slater put this match together so i expect it to be an absolute banger yeah I'll go for the next one. Ignite Pro Wrestling. Um, again, we know the full card for the debut show, New Dawn, which is going to be in Boreham Wood on the 24th of October. We will have Mr. Charles Crowley versus Forrest Hayes, Clementine versus Darcy Stone, Nino Bryant versus Taylor James, Truman Roswell. Truman Roswell is the um, flat earther who believes he was abducted by aliens. He's brilliant. Um, versus Tim Lee and Tommy Kyle versus CJ Carter. Now you've missed out the main event, which is Gene Money, Warren Banks, and Dexter in a triple threat. Yes, because that was on the next part of the page that I was just scrolling to. <laughs> no worries. It's uh, so professional. Yeah, again, that just sounds like an absolutely fantastic card. Charles Crowley, yeah. we know, uh, Truman, as you say. Uh, and Gene Money, Warren Banks, Dexter should be fantastic. Uh, I believe 50% of the tickets are currently sold, so uh, there's still 50% to go. Uh, Jurassic Pro Wrestling, well, they've sold out for their first Woo-hoo! show in that Harwich. Well done. On the 10th of October. So they have sold out despite us uh, putting it in the wrong location. It was me. Yeah, des- I got it wrong. Despite... 
a company trying to run a free show on the exact same day within the uh, local area. So that's great to see for Jurassic Pro Wrestling. And uh, I'm sure, well, we'll uh, should have written down the card, actually, 10th of October. If you go back to our last show, I think we did do the full card for Jurassic Pro Wrestling. I believe we did. DNA Pro Wrestling. We have the full roster for DNA Pro ahead of their return show. They have The Rebellion, Taylor James and Jack Torano. Heidi Katrina, who is awesome. Callum Newman, who is also awesome. Franklin, Danny Black, Warren Banks, BDSM of Clementine and Charles Crowley, Tommy Kyle, Evie Madden, Corey McRae, Forrest Hayes, The Lads, Ben Jones and Alex Echo, Tim Lee, Big F in Joe, and CJ Carter. Again, a lot of fantastic names uh, coming down that way. You know, Callum Newman, we just so good. Uh, he, had, he had a match against Danny Black at uh, the last FNW show. I didn't watch the full show, but I managed to catch half of it. And I saw that match. Incredible. You know that uh, they have the stage and then the gap between the ring? Yeah. Well, Karen Newman ran, jumped from the stage onto the top rope, springboarded into a drop kick on Danny Black. It was incredible. Which goes to show the quality of their ring, because having watched a lot of independent shows recently, I wouldn't be willing to do that jump on that rope. <laughs> yeah, no, they, they certainly definitely have nice tight ropes, uh, which definitely. is very much needed for all these uh, guys who do like to springboard. Uh, so Kamikaze Pro have announced their second match for Underground 7, which will be in Digbeth on the 14th of November, and it'll be Session Moth Martina versus Lana Austin, uh, joining Chantel Jordan versus Chris Ridgeway. This is wrestling. Uh, yeah, this is wrestling, a promotion. Are a promotion. And they're going to make their return on the 13th of November in Ormskirk, and they are set to feature the Merseyside Mercenary Squad of Dan Evans and Scott Oberman, Sonna Durson, Ethan Kelly, JJ Webb, Jacob North, Tonga, and Joey Hayes. The two matches announced so far are Synergy, uh, Tom Ryan and Anderson Daniels, versus MMS, Dan Evans and Scott Oberman, and Harley Hudson versus Aurora Tethers. Yeah, um, uh, the Scouse Mouse Powerhouse, uh, Harley Hudson, is a um, big fan of hers, as well as Aurora Tevez, another trainee from Canada who's come over to the UK. Uh, Synergy, Troy Ryan, and Anderson Daniels. They are some big boys. Ooh, but yes. that Merseyside mercenary, Scott Dan Evans and Scott Oberman. Scott Oberman is definitely in my top 10 of prospects and really, really high up on my prospects list. He is going to be a future superstar. Great look, good size, great wrestler. Yeah. Uh, World War Wrestling. Uh, their next show is in is the Stowe Market Slam. Yeah. And this is on the seventeenth of October in at the Mid Suffolk Leisure Centre. Two matches announced, which are the lads, uh, Ben Jones, Alex Echo versus the Rebellion, Taylor James, and. Uh, Jack Torreno, they also announced a six-man uh, match. CJ Carter versus Aaron Kearns versus Joe Wade versus Ollie Blake versus Darcy Stone versus Mike Bird. Hmm. Target Wrestling. Shady Natris defends his Target Heavyweight Championship against Josh Morell on the 9th of October in Whitehaven. See, I told you we'd eventually talk about them. That match should be absolutely great. Uh, I've seen a previous match that the two have had, and they 
work so well together. Uh, good luck to Josh Morell and that, and uh, also good luck to Shady the actress because uh, again, friend of the show had Shady on, brilliant guy, always shares our stuff. So excellent to see the target heavyweight champion at the moment. So finally, uh, the final one since we started on an academy, we will finish on an academy. It's play fight. Uh, play fight in London. It's just actually a school set up by the man behind Cara Noir, and they are offering a high flyers workshop. And you know what they said? Come learn some flippy shit. Can't argue with that. It's going to do exactly what it says on the tin. Indeed. Uh, there's so much UK wrestling going on at the moment, each and every week. Uh, yes, you hear similar names for different things, but it's, sometimes it's difficult to go from, uh, you know, to certain parts of the UK. So it's nice to have that option in your back pocket, knowing you don't have to travel into London because there's a... Uh, Promotion in your hometown and a lot of the similar guys do work there. And I think that's just great for the guys who are getting so much work right now. Uh, it's just UK wrestling is killing it. Keep supporting independent wrestling. Keep, Keep supporting going along. UK Keep wrestling. Keep buying the T-shirts. Indeed. Uh, anything else before we finish the show? I don't think I have anything else particularly at the moment. Um, I look forward to um, next week's podcast and I am just very excited to watch some more wrestling and get ready to go watch the um, Super J Cup in Stevenage. Yeah, because as you say, your next show is going to be the Super J Cup. That's November the 8th. Six, sorry. Uh, I My next show is, well, Booked in is Prime Wrestling on the 13th of November. I've got my hotel, all my travel sorted already. I'm really looking forward to that show. It's a culmination of this championship challenge series. Well, actually, my next show... Um... Oh, have you lost me? No, 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 I've got you. Uh, my next show, uh, Rumble Wrestling. Oh, of course, um, sorry. Yeah. Good old Rumble. And also UBW have got a show in October that I might go to at the end, um, which is in Stockfold. So I may have two more shows, but I will definitely go along to Rumble because it is the final of the Mount Mason um, Lightweight Championship trophy. Uh, championship, Lightweight Championship. Yeah, Rumble uh, been extremely good to us again. And uh, we, we, we love the guys over there. We love everyone, really. We love uh, so. Uh, I there is a rise show that I could attend in Middlesbrough uh, next week. Actually, uh, I might just have to look at my finance, see where I am. Uh, there's also on the 23rd of October. There's first class wrestling again in Middlesbrough, which I, again, depending on my finances, I may go to. I may not go to. It depends. So we'll we'll see. So there are two shows that possibly could attend in the next few weeks. But really looking forward to Prime Wrestling. I love being at RevPro UK uh, back in December, back down south. Uh, get to see you again, get to a show again together. Uh, you together to that one. Yeah, we can go together to that one, yeah. Well, get a ticket, you want to. <laughs> well, 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 yeah, wait till I get a ticket. Wait, uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll let you know once the tickets are in. I, I, I think probably, I think I actually owe you tickets now on this one, maybe. Yes. Possibly. Yes, <laughs> yes, yeah. If I say so, yeah. Uh, as I say, so much wrestling to look forward to. So on that note, uh, we have been two guys talking about wrestling, talking about grown adults wrestling and ties, drinking tea. But remember, folks, overall, just don't feed the trolls. <laughs>